Good morning. Somebody missing here? Someone? Okay. No hard ones, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> Are they done? So now we're getting the good stuff? Yeah, here we go. Bring it. Let's, let's, let's bring the heat. Let's get into it. Yeah. Could be myself, I guess. Yeah. So forget your A game now. Yeah. Talk about uh, uh, any additions or subtractions on the COVID list and where is Lyle Collins as far as being able to. Uh, you know, LC is you know dealing with dealing with a neck issue right now, so that's you know we're we're in a holding pattern. He will not practice today. Uh, Connor uh, Williams will uh, work with Britt today uh, just to see where he's at. You know, coming off of it, so uh, we'll see how that goes as far as his status. You know, to activate him, we'll be we'll directly aligned with with the workout today. So he's cleared. It's just with the conditioning on where. He yeah, is. just see see where he's where he is. But I mean, before we pull him over, so yeah. But he can work with the team right now, or no? Yeah, my understanding, he can work in a rehab okay. mode to, to make sure everything's, you know, he checks out. So this is the final step until he's removed from preserve COVID. That's my understanding. Yes. Mike, you said you were going to do everything you could in the final practices to get. Dak as prepared as possible, considering all these missed. How will you do that at this point? Well, we're really we're focused on the game plan. So I mean, if, it, if there's anything inside of the game plan um, that we feel like we need some reps on, we'll, we'll tailor it to that. I mean, we're uh, this is plan specific. Uh, every, every rep that we take is has a specific goal. Obviously, how we're running it, but really the look we're anticipating uh, from Tampa. But we're also the reality of playing in these first two or three games each year. You know, there's going to be 35, you know, potentially 40 percent uh, unscouted looks. I mean, that's that's what the history of this league will tell you. Um, so, you know, we're really just really focusing on the things that we feel uh, will, you know, will definitely be you know executed and giving our guys clean plays, as I like to refer to in this game. So, as far as Dak in particular, we'll really just be focused on the scheme-specific things that we're going to do on Thursday night. And as you understand, he has no limitations with the game. He can do whatever you need him to do. He's full go. What do you think you've lost in terms of having him be ready for the speed of the game, handling the noise, having taken a first hit, and all those things? I mean, it doesn't matter not to be flippant about it. I mean, it's no excuses. We're going to line up and play week one against the Buccaneers. Uh, we, we, we're excited about the environment we, we get to play in. You know, it's part of being a Dallas Cowboy. Uh, but. You know we're ready to go. I mean, our guys have been, you know, totally dialed in. I mean, there's always that transition period that goes into, you know, that first practice. Um, you know, as, as far as particular our roster and all the different things going on, this is obviously very, I would say, high as far as the the number of uh, moving parts. So. I uh, really liked the work yesterday. I thought we got off to a really good start. Uh, so looking forward to a hard padded practice today. So, um, you know, we have the mandatory fourth day off tomorrow. So then, then we'll, you know, we'll start Sunday as if it was a, a full week. You know, Sunday will be a normal Wednesday for us. So I uh, like the plan that we have in place. And, you know, players are into it and we'll be ready to go. How's he looked in his four practices? Has it been a moment where he said, okay, I don't. He's past this. Yeah, I mean, that's I, I like 
I like your question. Uh, I like all the questions, but um, uh, it's you know I, I think there's definitely those moments that you look for for any player coming off of injury, and um, I, you know I felt that way really the last couple of practices. I, I thought the red zone practice where we really just cut him loose. He had a, he had a, it was a Blaine was the call. He stepped up, hit the hit the bump route. I mean, he stepped up with some urgency and, and snapped it off. That was kind of that moment where I thought, okay, he's back, he's fine. Um, go from there. Was that in the stadium that day? Uh, no, that was the one out, that was outside when he did the red zone, you know, the high red zone work. Where does the catching up take place, if any, in your mind for all the missed time there? Well, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, you got to give him credit for the process that, that he uh, worked himself through. I mean, it isn't like, you know, he just stood in the back and didn't do anything, you know, while he wasn't throwing. I mean, he's, you know, he's staying on top of the footwork, his conditioning, he couldn't be better. I mean, so all the extra work that all these guys put into it, you know, Dak, Dak took advantage of that time. So um, the only thing we need to do is, is make sure to stay with the term scheme specific, route specific, you know, timing specific, time clocks that we're anticipate playing in. Uh, just get as many of those reps to, you know, to review for him and Amari. You know, Amari, him and Amari didn't have a ton of work. So, I mean, that's, you know, and we got time. You know, we got, we will have four, you know, our practice today and we got the Wednesday, Thursday, you know, and the Saturday practice next week. So, tight practice. So, uh, we'll be ready to go. You talk about the 35 to 40% unscouted looks, which yeah. I'm sure assume applies to you the other way too. Yeah. When you haven't had an offense together as much as you would like, does it cut into how many of those you show early in the season? Do you have to get to a certain level of comfort before you do them? I've seen it done different ways. Uh, you know, I, I think we all uh, go through a you know scheme evaluation period. You know, I, really immediately after the season's over and you get back together as a staff. You know, obviously we had a new staff on defense, so you go through that scheme evaluation you, you analyze exactly who you were last year because I think like a lot of us you know who you really are on tape as opposed to who you think you are that, that's something you have to regulate and stay in tune with each and every week so really diving into the full you know full full 16 game you look at that you go through it and you just kind of got to decide who you want to be you can't be everything you know jack of all trades master of none that's something I, I've always lived by in scheme development and you got to you got to be careful there because you, you can get too much you get too diluted because the end of the day, it's by letting these guys play fast, have clean looks, and, and and let the players take over. By no means do we want to be slowing our players down with volume or ideas and so forth. I'm I'm a big believer in you know the more reps on a particular concept or family of concepts is really how you best prepare your team for a 17 game season. In all seriousness, with Hard Knocks no longer here, how does that change some of the work that you can do with players and? You know, meetings, and you kind of referenced that earlier, but how does that dynamic privacy alter things? I mean, the first thing was, I mean, you get away from just, you know, a couple you know, two or three step break dance, and then you give them the whole thing, you know, just, you know, just, <laughs> just bring it. So, um, no, it's, uh, well, I would say it gives you a chance to be more genuine. I, th I think a lot of things that we do in life, especially in professional sports and specific to the Dallas Cowboys, you know, it's about time and place. I mean, there's things that you're able to do and say in particular spaces that are important uh, to the individuals in that space. And you wouldn't clearly wouldn't say them probably exactly how you would or maybe behave exactly how you would or respond exactly how you would. And I think it's human nature if there's 15 cameras in a room. So I just I think we all understand that. I think the hard knocks experience was 
was was a good one. I mean, it was, uh, it, you know, it, I thought they were very professional. I, I think I thought we worked very well together. Um, but it's different having that in your space. And, and I just don't think you get the maximum result out of group dynamic activity and beliefs and conversations and interactions with that type of environment. And, you know, that's why as a coach, I mean, you're always – you're protective of your environment because of what you're trying to develop. You know, it's 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 not that, you know, we, we're doing 75 different things that no one else is doing. It's, uh, you know, it's I think it's football. You know, it's the game of football. We're relatively trying to do the same things each and every day, just but everybody does it a little differently, you know, and everybody spends a little more time on this as opposed to that. And, you know, and that's, to me, that's all part of the competitive advantage you're trying to create. Somewhat disrupted or stunted that development anyway. How now, with them gone, do you make up for lost times? Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. That's not. That's not my message. We're not making up for lost time. I mean, we had a great environment to training. Uh, frankly, you know, a lot of our changes, you know, throughout training camp and having to deal with things that. You don't deal with every day, you know. I'm, I'm hopeful that we, you know you pay that forward, and it's helped. It's helped us prepare for a season. I mean, you know, uh, playing and coaching here is is a little bit more of a challenge than, than some of the other places I've worked. I mean, you have more travel, you have more national TV games. You know, you're, you're in a southern climate, so you know those are the things I focus on, and you know, and everybody's different. So, and uh, we got like I said, we put a lot of time in our plan. Uh, our players are extremely coachable. You know, they, the way they work. I mean. The way they attack the weight room. I mean, we, we got a lot of we got a lot of great things going on here. Is, is, is how we're trying to build this team. We're doing things the right way. I'm extremely confident in that, and the response of the players is intact. But you know, hey, it's time to win games. I mean, as, as you know, I mean, we both all of us have a job to do, and it's about winning, and, and that's our focus. And everything we push forward is about winning. What excites you the most about Dan Quinn and the defensive changes? That uh, like a lot of things about what you know what Dan's brought to the table, but I think like anything, um, you know, a big part of being a coordinator in this league is pulling people together. You know, starting with your staff and then the, in, in the players, and I think the way Dan has pulled the defensive staff together has been has been awesome. It's been fun to watch. Uh, I know he I know he's enjoyed it. Um, you know, just him and I have talked about it on a regular basis. You know how much fun he's having, and and, and I'm a little jealous just for as much fun he's having coordinating and and coaching football. And you know, because the head coaching job's different. It's different today, and it was 15 years ago. Clearly, you know, and so, um, but he's he he he's done a, a, a good job, excellent job in a lot of areas. But the way he's pulled the staff together and the way the players have connected with the staff, you know, I feel great about the direction we're going. What are some of the differences from the way you had to do your job 15 years ago? Oh shoot, number of emails. You know, I mean that's that's the first thing that uh, you know as a head coach you, you realize how many emails. But then as the times have changed, it's just. Uh, the administrative responsibilities clear, clearly the challenge. There's so much more today than it was 15 years ago. Do you have to be more of a CEO than you ever envisioned you'd be when you were a young coach? More than I ever wanted. Uh, it's, you know, I think it's like a lot of things in life, you know, as you move up the professional ladder, you know, the things that got you there, it seems like that's that's what you get pulled away from. So, I mean, that's I think that's a challenge for all of us. You've had the privilege to work with so many outstanding quarterbacks. When you watch Tom Brady, what do you most appreciate about his game? Well, I, I think like anything, the, the, um, a lot of things about his game, but um, longevity, um, you know, it's it's difficult to win a championship in this league and, and don't take, you know, I'm not 
trying to throw it is it's not that hard. It's extremely different. I think history will tell you about, will show you that of how many players and coaches that have long careers are in this league and never really have a chance to win a Super Bowl. So it's so difficult, so difficult to win a to win a Super Bowl. And the fact that he's you know he's won seven, I mean, it's just just unbelievable. But I, I think my my personal. Uh, believe the biggest challenge in, in this league is to have continued success. I mean, to have success in a play at that level for such a long period of time. To me, that's that I think that's a tremendous quality, and uh, and he's living it, and you know and he eats it every day. You could just see that just the way he goes about it, uh, from what you, you know, from what you hear about, you know, not only his approach and where he is today, and, and but to be able to do it at such a high level for such a long time, that, that's that's what I'm most impressed with. I think Michael was like 16 months old when Brady was a rookie. Do you have to tell these guys, hey, don't be starstruck by what you're about to get into with a guy like him here in your first game? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, it, it's part of that conversation and, and it's, you know, when you go through, you know, th these types of games and frankly, I think it's awesome for our younger players to experience this right out the gate because, you know, when you have a chance to play against a championship quarterback, you know, championship quarterbacks are different. I mean, they, they pose a whole different challenge to you and, you know, and, it's, and, and it just gives you, you know, more focus on, you know, not only the start of the game, but the way that game's going to end. And, and just because at the end of the day, we all have pretty much the same amount of time to prepare. And you, you, you think you know what kind of game you're going into, but you really don't. I mean, every game is its own its own entity, but you, you got to be prepared uh, for the ebb and flow and what direction those games are going to go. And But when you play the championship quarterbacks, you know that they're always going to be in the game. Uh, they're always going to be pressing your defense. And they're definitely factor in the outcome of the game. So I, I think with that, uh, just as much experience as you can have as a young defender um, will definitely pay dividends moving forward. What's the importance of interior pressure if you're going up against this particular championship quarterback? Said the, the, the importance of interior pressure. Well, I mean, the importance is pressure. I mean, it doesn't matter how we get there. I mean, it's you know, I think like anything, if we if we give him a clean pocket all day, that's it's that's definitely not going to work in our favor. So, uh, and I, I think that's really for any quarterback, especially in the, in today's NFL, because you know today's NFL is so much more about space and you know big play opportunities. Uh, just you know the way the rules changes and everything that's going on in the last five to ten years. So, um, you you cannot let these quarterbacks in today's game sit there all day and, and throw the ball. You know, especially Tom Brady. When uh, C how was CD in practice yesterday? When these other guys coming out COVID, do they work? Do you rent them up, or do they just kind of go back to what they're doing for? Um, that, that's if you you know how much you guys. I'm not exactly sure how long you're out there, but you know, I've learned this through experience. You know, that first practice coming off of this. You know, the three or four day break, and it's even longer for some of your starters. You, you got to be really smart uh, with the length of it, uh, just the short area, stress on the guys. You know, the fatigue injury capabilities are higher. So, uh, there's, you know, we were only out there for a minute and I think 19, excuse me, an hour and 19 minutes uh, yesterday. So, that would, so to answer your question, the design and the practice kind of took care of. You know where CD and I think where the other guys came, but you know I love the fact that it was hot, and um, you know we had great tempo. Uh, it was it was a really good practice for the structure and the things that I look for, uh, and and the tape supported it too. So I, I thought we definitely got a good one in the can. CD looked fine. CD was fine. Yes. How did Donovan Wilson handle his rehab work yesterday, and will he be able to practice more? Uh, Donovan's still in rehab. Yeah, he's still in the rehab. He will not work today. Kind of uses a lot of creative stunts and to disguise pass rushers. What are some of the challenges that Tampa's defensive front? 
Well, Todd's, Todd's excellent. I, I've always appreciated the way he's coached. And, and I, I think anytime you see a defensive coordinator that's been in the league as long as he has, um, and, I, and I just you know, we were talking about him last night, and it's some Lovey Smith's another guy that I look at this way, you know. And you know, I've had a chance to compete against Lovey uh, back in 2000, you know, all the way current. And then you know, I look at Todd, very similar. I think uh, 06. I'm trying to remember what year is his first year as a coordinator. But the one thing that's very apparent, very apparent, is his defenses all play the same, regardless of where you're at. And that's that's a true testament to what kind of coach you know respect that I have for him. So uh, challenges you schematically. His players play the right way. Um, he's you know aggressive, so aggressive to take away you know potential matchup stresses. So um, you know we're enjoying the, the the challenge that he's presenting to us. If Lel can't go, is Nasecki the next guy up? Can you talk about the type of camp he's had? Yeah, Ty. Ty. You know we'll both work Ty and Terrence here, so um, you know we'll be ready to go with both those guys. You know I, I think Ty is you know obviously where he is in his career. Um, you know I thought he's done a good job of this you know throughout camp, and um, you know I, I think he's been getting not only better but more and more comfortable for what we're asking him to do so um, I think he's had a, I think he's had a very solid camp I need to reflect on the Zach Martin tackle experience of last year is that a break glass only in case of emergency situation in your view moving forward well I mean I think stating obvious it was a necessity I mean based off of the number of injuries and, and, and how fast they came so um, I would hope that we don't have to go that way you know, ever again, but uh, I think it speaks volumes about Zach Martin that he, you know, jumped out there and, you know, gave us the, you know, quality play that he was able to give us. So, um, but yeah, it's, I, I think like any experience, uh, any negative experience, you know, there's definitely, you know, something that you can pay forward with it. Mike, you talked about what a good experience it is for young guys to face a championship quarterback so early. Beyond what you can put someone like Brady can do physically, how do you prepare them for just how high his football IQ is and how many things he's seen over the course of the career. And can, right? you no, know, I really can't concern yourself with that. We're, we're, we're focused on our IQ, but more you know, the trusting of our instincts and awareness and how, how it applies to this specific game. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, when the ball's kicked off, it's, you know, it's, it's about the competition, the adjustments made within the game and so forth. So, you know, we're not going to be really thinking about the IQ of anybody else. You know, we better not even be thinking about our IQ. I mean, we need to just be in tune with the reality and the space that we're in, you know, you know, be where your feet are, stay focused on, you know, winning the football game and all the things that, you know, the investment that we put into um, getting ready for this game, but really for this whole season. So, I mean, that'll be our mindset. Mike, how much are uh, Rush and Greer in a competition? And also, given the COVID circumstance, the rest, how much do you lean to saying, you know what, we'll, we'll keep all four arms around here? Well, I think the, the important thing is if you look at the big picture part of it, the quarterback room, I mean, that's something that we want to continue to develop. I mean, that's, you know, I don't think you, I've always believed that you should have always have four in a building. I mean, you, you know, it's just, it's the most important position in, in, in football. Um, so the resources you apply to it, I think you should try to maximize it. So that's, that's philosophical. Uh, the reality of it, I think Will, you know, Will's, Learning the language today, you know. So Doug's been meeting with him uh, individually, you know, yesterday and today, and uh, so you know. So with that, I mean, it'll, it'll be Dak and Cooper this week. Uh, so um, you know, I, I don't, you know, I got, I got to see how Will pro progresses to really give you, you know, any insight on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.